Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome back to Motown and Coney. Back with my main man, Tommy. What up, though? Hitting y'all with another bonus episode on this Wednesday. Time to talk a little NFL football in particular. Ever since this show debuted, <laughs> it hasn't been must-watch TV, but especially this year when they're talking about our and showing our hometown, Detroit, Lions. And for those that don't know, we're talking about Hard Knocks, HBO Hard Knocks. Yes. Gives you the behind the scenes look into training camp, the players, the coaches, a little bit of the town usually. So I have to be honest, this is the first Hard Knocks where I was like at 10 o'clock, like I'm tuned in already. I'm worrying about the damn DVR. Like I'm going to watch this from beginning to to. And I've actually watched it three times now. So I think it's freaking amazing. Yes. Dan Campbell <laughs> talking about we don't care if you got one butt butt cheek and three toes. Like <laughs> <laughs> oh, pure entertainment. <laughs> pure entertainment, man. And I tell you what, this hard knocks got me excited for the Lions, man. Like the camaraderie. It just feels like the team is like in unison, and it feels like they got something special brewing this season. Yeah, so, so, because I was wondering, like, I couldn't remember who was on Hard Knock last season for training camp. Like, I remember uh, the in season one was the Indianapolis Colts. But I couldn't remember, like, so I'm like, damn, who, who the hell? It was the Cowboys, though. Yeah. And. Dan Campbell is a, a welcome breath of fresh air compared to Mike McCarthy. No personality, <laughs> but man, and the whole team just feels like it. Just feels like the whole team a good cast of characters, man. Like just looking at like the song and dance for the uh, the rookies and all that was just classic material, man. Like. I can watch their ass. Why can't we get them the whole season, too? Yeah, because <laughs> um, they did announce at the end of the Hard Knocks that the Arizona Cardinals um, are going to be the in-season team. And I'm not looking forward to it. Yeah, I, I, yeah, because I was thinking to myself, too. I'm like, Kingsbury, no. Yeah. I will say his house when they did the they had the COVID draft and oh yeah yeah now his that house was, is dope as hell yeah his house was sweet I give you that too but he just doesn't seem interesting to me yeah, I'm just saying so like I, Kyler Murray I don't know doesn't seem like an interesting quarterback I feel like he got a lot to say though D Hop could be interesting oh D Hop must see TV um, J J Watt possibly yeah, for sure. yeah. but. It's going to be a tough act to follow because not only do the Detroit Lions have a very quotable, unlikable head coach, something that they didn't have in Matt, Matt Patricia, 
I'm thinking Jim Caldwell was likable, but wasn't quotable a lot. Like he was, yeah, that's for true. like a better word, your your grandfather, right? <laughs> you ain't lying. <laughs> definitely, definitely relatable to somebody's grandfather. Um, I think Jim Shorts had a had a had a personality that would have probably translated well to to TV, but. I think the icing on the cake for this Detroit Lions team is not only do you have a coach that translates well to TV and the head coach, you got a coordinator, your your D coordinators in Aaron Glenn, and then your assistant head coach from slash running back coach, um, Deuce Staley, are both freaking hilarious just seeing their relationship together. Man, both of them together too, like – this team looks fun, even from Antoine Randall and some of the other people too, man. Like, yeah, Brunel, so Mark Brunel, like the whole team looks fun. Linebacker coach, um, Pritchard. Yeah, Pritchard. Like, though, this team looks like it's a lot of fun to be on, to be around. To you can tell they actually them. enjoy each other. Yeah, exactly. And like the chemistry is just incredible. And that's why I said I hope this team does something, man, because it feels like they can build upon something here. Yeah. I'm not just saying that because I'm a, a fan, but for and for those that aren't a Detroit Lions fan, we have suffered for fifty plus years. My dad is sixty four. Never have seen the Lions win a, anything. That's terrible. Well, I'll tell you what. And I guess it's, and I know Dan Campbell doesn't like the term light at the end of the tunnel because he says it's a freight train waiting on the other side for you. <laughs> but there are some glimmer of hopes. That's what I was going to say. I'll tell you what, it's glimmer of hope. And you just took the words right out of my mouth. It's glimmer of hope, bro. Because, and we didn't get any Jared Goff. Um, and I don't know if that's because he's already been on hard knocks twice. Because <laughs> they did the Rams one year And then they did the Rams and Chargers I want to say that was the year Before they did the What was it? Cowboys Chargers And Rams And then uh, you had the John Gruden Antoine uh, uh, Antonio Brown Raiders Oh yeah you had that Yeah, Yeah that's true Cause I was just thinking about that too, and I'm like, huh. then I remember they did, didn't they do the um, shit? I feel like the Cowboys have been the, on four. Didn't 40. they do the Broncos before too, though? I can't remember. No, no, they did the Indianapolis Colts. They did the Colts. They yeah. did the uh, Rex Ryan Jets. Yeah, they did, the which Jets. was a good one. Mm-hmm. Dallas, the Dallas ones have always been. Uh, I could go to sleep. Yeah. This had to be the most entertaining out of all of them. Yeah. In my opinion. The Dolphins ones was... Remember the Dolphins one when Ocho Cinco and he got cut after the <laughs> Evelyn thing? Yeah. That's what made that one interesting. Was that? Because <laughs> that was like turned into a drama. Yeah. But other than that, like off the first episode, I feel like this one, they got classic material here. Like give me the first episode over and over again. And I'm, I'm too. Yeah, big. like I said, I've I, I watched it three times already. Yeah, that, and that's I'm looking forward to the next episode. Like I'm, I can't wait. Yeah. So, and you're going to preseason game tonight. 
Yes, yes. I will be going to the preseason game. Downtown Detroit about to be on fire. Um, they're playing the Atlanta Falcons. Don't park so close to the stadium this time. Not parking close <laughs> to the stadium this time. I think it's a Detroit Tigers game, too. The Tigers are playing today. And then you got the Ribs and Soul Festival. And then you got the Food and Wine Festival. Then I heard it's a blues concert. And it's supposed to be like another concert going on down there, too. So it's a lot of stuff going on down there. Yeah, let me. Oh, and the Tigers fired. Um, they made my day. Oh, yeah. We'll get into that. We'll get into that, too, because <laughs> that, that deserves a whole segment by itself. But for the Lions, right? And for the Lions. And I know you did mention we was going to talk about fantasy. So I wanted to get into that so that way we can get our whole football thing out of the way. Who do you think for the Detroit Lions should be the number one fantasy pick? If I'm drafting somebody from Detroit Lions, who do you think is the number um, one fantasy pick? St. Brown. You're going with St. Brown. Okay. He would be my second. You're going running back with your I'm first? going running back because I think they're going to really they're really going to get the I, ball. Yeah, I got them the, flip-flop then. Yeah. So we got them flip-flop. That's who we would pick as far as our Detroit Lions. But – Let's move on to fantasy. And this might surprise you. Third, I would pick the Lions defense. I think they'll be much improved. I definitely I definitely rock with that pick, too. I was going to say, I'm going to go low-key on my third. I'm going to go with Jared Goff. I think he's going to put up big numbers with this offense. Yeah, because I think he's going to run not, the ball, too. Yeah, so. When they get close to the Did you uh, read the interview they did with uh and he wasn't even featured on this first episode um the offensive coordinator um i want to say his name is ben johnson mm -hmm. but he talked about airing the ball out and, and the highlights i have seen was they were throwing the ball down the field right uh which is a welcome departure from um it seemed like last year um after um Anthony Lynn was relieved of play calling duties that we got three yards in a cloud of dust, as Bo Schenbeckler used to call it. Right. <laughs> and I like our additions. And like you were just saying, too, um, you was going with a wide receiver, which makes so much sense. And DJ adding Shark. That and, and all reports say Shark has been phenomenal so far. Yeah, yeah he's been freaking – even looking at him on um, – I follow the Lions on uh, online on Instagram and like looking at him on Instagram. Every time you see him, he's making like clutch big plays and they're throwing the ball deep to him. And he is a big body down there, so big and yeah, quick. It's I'm. We're almost to my favorite time of the year. October is actually my favorite sports time of the year because you get the NBA starting. Mm -hmm. You're about four to five games into. The NFL seasons about six games into the college season. Yes, hockey's starting to get going. Yes, so we're we're almost there. Yeah, that's I'm I'm right with you. October is my favorite time. Then I usually get like a new Call of Duty game that comes. Yeah, out too. you got. So I'm playing Call of Duty, watching. So the sports. Spe speaking of that, uh, Madden. Yeah. Oh, and a new Madden game too. Yeah, you get all that. What drops? And a new 2K. August, when is that? Monday? When? Yeah, I think so. So I think it's Monday or Tuesday, right? Is cop, it Monday? Yeah, you copping it. I heard they're supposed to redid the mechanics over again. They said this might be the most polished Madden game. 
So yeah, I may uh, have to I may have to cop that. I may get it. I'm holding out on getting a uh, new Xbox or PlayStation Five until the new college football game drops. Okay, okay. Uh, I already have a a newer model Xbox, as as you may yeah know, but I have not been utilizing it because all the games that I have for it, I either beaten them or they stink. <laughs> so I, I have to get some more games. But Rodney, I have another good question for you. So, of course, we're going to be in the fantasy league together. I already let you know. We I think we both agreed on that earlier. We're going to do a fantasy f- football together. Can I get some insight on whom you're going to pick? I have a feeling that me and you are both going to have top five picks because I, I just feel that in my heart. I don't think that we're going to get anything below five. I don't think I'm going to be eight. I don't think I'm going to be 10 and the other stuff like that. I don't think you are either. So I'm going to pull my Swami. <laughs> I'm going to say you're going to be the number three pick. I'm going to be the number five on the okay. nose. Who are you going to pick with the number three pick? In the draft, <laughs> take two people off the board. Just who do you okay. think? Oh, oh be- let me let me take the two people off the board that I think they're going to be tops. All right, the two people that I think that are going to be tops at an overall, I'm going to say is going to be Taylor from Indiana. Jonathan Taylor. Okay. Jonathan Taylor is going to be the number one draft pick, and then I believe that my draft pick from you know last year that was a sleeper. I think Cooper. Cooper's going to be number two. Cooper Cup is going to be number two because his numbers is just undeniable. And then Stafford, he's it's his go-to. They really don't have a strong number two. Odell Beckham's hurt, and um, I think that uh, that Woods is coming back, but Woods was never just the the prime target. So I'm rolling with Cooper. So after that, you have a whole <laughs> you have a whole plethora. Of picks to choose from. So, who would you pick as your number three? Oh, um, not going quarterback here because I feel like you can get a great quarterback in a later round. Facts. Probably wouldn't go running back either. Oh, that's surprising. Very surprising. You, I could. But I feel like some some running backs are, that could be good production are, are going to drop this year. Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, all coming off injuries. Yeah, I expect those guys to drop for sure. But it kind of surprises me that you wouldn't go with Dalvin Cook. He's going to be going against a week that their schedule is very favorable. Especially Derrick Henry, too. Like I, This guy was like the top pick yeah, last Der- year. Derrick Henry... Could go there. Yeah, that's how I figured that you might w- want to go Derrick with Derrick Henry. Henry three. might be the pick. Yeah, that's f- for sure. I believe that is going to be uh, running back heavy. I believe the top four out of uh, the top four out of five will be running backs. I believe it's going to be Jonathan Taylor. I believe it's going to be Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, and a sleeper. I believe in Eckler. I think that offense is like nuts for the uh for the chargers and i think like eckler is gonna he's gonna really be productive in that offense austin eckler i believe he's gonna be tops then after that um 
I believe it's going to be Justin Jefferson, Chase, and Diggs. Can I give you a sleeper? Give me definitely give me a sleeper. Travis Kelsey. I had him on my team last year. I don't know how I lost last year. I had Cooper Cup, Austin. Uh, I feel Travis like he Kelsey. could be even more dominant this year with no Tyrese Hill being there. You know what? I actually believe that's going to be a, a dope pick. Also, um, I'm going to give you a, a sleeper. Are right, you ready? Yeah. And I don't know if this is technically a sleeper, but I'm going to go with Jones from Green Bay Packers. Oh, he he would be. Yeah, yeah like his production since Devontae Adams is going actually going through the roof now. But go except for a different running back from Green Bay though. Who are you going to go with? Uh, what's the kid out of Boston College? Um, God, I'm having a brain fart now. The mm. second Green Bay running back. Damn, I forgot who you're talking about. Um, It's going to come to me. He played at Boston College. He actually... Actually... Backed off his Michigan offer and went to Boston College. Damn, I forgot his name. But I think I know who you're talking about. AJ Dillon. Oh, okay. Yeah, Dillon. Yeah, Dillon. Yeah. I don't know. How the hell I forget about AJ Dillon? Yeah, you're right. But for some reason, it's hard to pick the uh, the running backs behind them because a lot of times they don't get a I would lot do, of I they would don't do, get heavy. The only issues with Cook and Henry could be they both been a little banged up, a little injury prone. Mm-hmm. But Henry's going to be Henry, man. And, and, of course, Cook, they like to spread their ball around in Minnesota, and I, they like to start off with the run game. So a lot of games you won't get, like, a, a lot of production out of Cook. The quarterback position will be interesting <laughs> for fantasy this year. Oh yeah, I agree. Jared Goff is a sleeper pick. Give me a top five. Give me a top five quarterbacks right now. In this in this draft, like out of fantasy draft, your top five in fantasy. No particular order. No uh, particular order. A Aaron. Okay. Aaron Rodgers. Always productive. Uh, the goat. Oh yeah, Tom was was ultra productive last year. Uh, Stafford, Marcus's elbow holds up. I love Stafford, and he did have some amazing numbers if you count his playoffs numbers also. But I guess his numbers weren't better than uh, than Herbert's or. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say Herbert. Mm-hmm. Um. That whole AFC West, I don't think you could go wrong with a quarterback from that division at this point. Whether it's Herbert or Holmes, Wilson, even Derek Carr with a Devontae Adams, Darren Waller. Right. Uh, or uh, Josh Renfro. Allen, too. Josh Allen. We forgot yeah. about him. I, I believe he's going to have a crazy I, bounce I'll give you season. a sleeper quarterback that's set up for to have a great season. Okay. Jameson uh, Winston. Yeah, you know what? He he gets uh, Kamara back and um, and Thomas back. So you might be right. Yeah, he might have a hell of a season. They'll on play. The they'll play Carolina twice. They'll play Atlanta twice. 
Mm-hmm. The Bucks defense was a little suspect last year. You know, you know what I was thinking too. Finally, Carr gets his uh, wide receiver that he wants in Devontae Adams, who demands double teams, right? So that means Waller is going to have a huge season. Waller, then you got Hunter Winfro um, playing the slot. Oh yeah, that might be dangerous. I might have to roll with Las Vegas, man. We might have to go there and watch a game, bro. Yeah. So the AFC West is going to be a bloodbath. Like I literally think you'll have all fourteen finish above five hundred. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. That it, you're right. It's going to be a lot of bloodshed, and I'm here for it. I definitely want to watch some of those games for sure. Um, I do think the Eagles are overrated, but <laughs> uh, okay. You they, think the Eagles are overrated, but you believe that they're going to win the um, division, though? It's the, it's the NFC East. The, the NFC least. <laughs> <laughs> no, we was just talking about this on I mean, a, a if few I had podcasts to, ago. Yeah, if I had to rank divisions, they're last. Mm. Them in the NFC North at this point, because I believe the Bears are trash. I believe the Vikings are going to take a step, step back. Oh wow, that's that's tough. I I believe the Vikings are actually going to make the playoffs. I don't. I think two teams this season are going to make the playoffs out of our division, and it's not going to be the Packers or the uh, Bears. I believe the Lions will will make the playoffs this season. Uh, I got the Lions and the Packers making it. Oh wow, that's tough. I believe Aaron Rodgers missing uh, Devontae Adams is really going to bite them right in the butt, and they weren't the able offense. to pick anybody up. It'll be interesting to see offensively if how Green Bay does without Devontae Adams. But I believe that their defense mm-hmm. is going to be amazing. Like, if I'm picking fantasy defense right now, Green Bay is in my top three picks. Yeah, that's true. That defense is incredible. I think a lot of the defense, a lot of people are sleeping on the defense in this uh, division. That's why I was thinking the North is going to be actually pretty decent. The Lions defense is like fast. Um, the Bears, even though they have a new a new type of defense and a defensive coordinator, I think they're going to be pretty <sighs> fast. <laughs> and the Vikings, don't sleep on the Vikings defense too. They're, they're rebuilding. And um, the offense will always keep you in the game. So all the defense has to do is just make key plays here and there. And then Green Bay has a great defense. They got the better defense out of everybody. Yeah. So yeah, what's and I? There's a lot of people jumping on the Lions bandwagon. Steve Smith, <laughs> in particular. Yeah. And basically said last year the Lions were called beach. Is very impressed with the Lions. I'm I'm impressed with how Detroit is making the turnaround all the way around. So the Pistons, great draft, making a lot of noise. Stephen A. Smith says, hey, I think the Pistons are in a good direction, along with the uh, the Tigers. Then the Red Wings also. You throw those guys in, they're doing a good thing. And now we get to what we were just talking about earlier. You're Detroit Tigers. Rodney has the biggest smile on his face right now because they made a key play in their future by getting rid of somebody that was just like excess baggage 
And this person's been the the shit for 20 years with us. 22. 22. Ella I don't like calling for people's jobs, but <laughs> I feel like he was here two years too long. I didn't even realize it. I thought it was 20, but 22 is even too long. Yeah, that that he, made it even worse. Yeah, he was assistant GM for the longest under Dave Nabrowski. Took over one day. Nebraska got fired. Um, didn't have the magic to say what you want about Dave Nebraska. He built two teams that went to the World Series. Fact. May not have won, but he, he, they got there. Um, if I'm the Tigers, if you look around what the other three teams have done, mm-hmm. uh, Troy Weaver, Known for his scouting and development of players right. with the Pistons. Uh, Brad Holmes came from the scouting department in at, in the Rams. Yeah, that's true. Steve Eiserman, former player for the Red Wing. But if you look at the Tampa Bay teams, he was yeah, able to build them through talent in the draft, being able to see that. So if I'm the Tigers, I'm I'm looking at well, who are the best talent evaluators? Right. Um, so if I'm looking at some organizations to probably tap somebody from, if Theo Epstein's available, I write him a blank check and I get the hell out of his way. That's right. Kind of what um, they've done with the Red Wings because you can't tell me that. <laughs> Any, they're telling Steve. Steve Irishman is the Red Wings at this point. Man, he is the Red Wings. Um, Pivotal. If I can get Theo Epstein, I'm probably looking at somebody within the Dodgers organization, maybe even the Yankees, because both of them have humongous payrolls, but both of them have been able to find talent in the draft. Or my, one of my favorites, try to find somebody within the Houston Astros organization because they have been really good well yeah you got to find somebody that's going to because i don't think aj Hinch is going anywhere i don't think he should go anywhere right because he's not responsible for this disaster that's on the field so my other sleeper organization would be the tampa bay rays because tampa bay has little to no payroll and they always seem to be in a damn playoff race somehow yeah, I don't know. I always say the same thing, too. I'm like, how the hell do they always manage to be there? And they play in the toughest division in baseball <laughs> yeah. with the Yankees, Red Sox, and Toronto. Even the damn Baltimore Orioles is good this year. So yeah, that's That kind of surprised me. And I think with the, the Tigers coming out flat, a lot of letdowns this season, man, from Rodriguez going AWOL. Yeah, and so, <laughs> and I mean – The Tigers, <clears throat> if you look at the direction of all the other three sports franchises, we can all agree they're heading in the right direction. Right. That's true. They are. Because Pistons may not make the playoffs this year, but they'll be damn close. I see them possibly as a playing team. We both have the Lions making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. The Red Wings, I have them make not only making the playoffs, Winning a couple of series. Yeah, I had the Red Wings being really dangerous this season. And you know what? I actually think the Pistons might make a couple key moves during the season, too. 
Um, I think they're going to they wind up moving of, some people. They got a lot of expiring contracts. Right. And I believe that a, a few of the players that we have, they're going to wind up getting moved around. Yeah. Killian Hayes. Yeah. I believe Killian might be gone. And I believe that they're going to do something with Kelly Olenek, maybe trade him to a contender. If they traded Kelly Olenek for some barn parts, I would take it. <laughs> I knew I do understand they got Rodney Magruder on the team as a player coach, similar to like Udonis Haslam. So, um, yeah, I just I believe that Al, you're right about the way Detroit is running things right now, as far as all the uh, the owners owning up to everything and saying, "Hey, let's change our franchises." So, I'm really excited about Detroit sports. Yeah, I because shoot, two thousand four, basically two thousand two, you had the Red Wing win and all. You had the Pistons win all in 04, went to six straight um, Eastern Conference Finals. You had the damn Tigers, right? Um, in 06, making it to the World Series, and then again in twenty twelve. Um, Unfortunately for the Lions, they've been stuck in. <laughs> they <laughs> did have their two playoff forever. runs uh, where they lost at the, but against the Saints and then um, the controversy down in Dallas. It, which is some bullshit. I'm still mad about that. Threw the flag and then picked it up. And then and then Dallas gets the treatment at Green Bay the same time <laughs> the next game next week. Oh yeah, yeah, literally the next Ryan. game. Yeah, <laughs> literally the next game. So, I mean, other than that, man, I'm really proud of all the franchises, man. Like Detroit, come back on the map. That gives us perfect timing, also for the draft to be coming this way too. And maybe we can get an All Star game. Let's throw in an All Star game. Yeah. <laughs> um. I just read and get out of here on that too. That um, Detroit is one of the places trying to get the Final Four. For I didn't even realize they were up ahead this far, but for twenty twenty nine. So all right, that's good. <laughs> that made that put a huge smile on my face. That's a hell of a way to kick off the show and leave. Like, thank you, brother. Yeah, I give just, me that. I just read that yesterday. Yeah, give me that information, man. Like, hell yeah, we need that. That was one of the better times that I had in my life, man, going to the Final Four. So, yeah, we definitely bring that back. Yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> we'll get out of here on that note. Tune in next Monday for a brand new episode. Uh, by then, we'll have listened to the Ride the Wave album, a couple other albums we Yeah, we missed. Yeah. <laughs> and hopefully, we come back with good news on like W's from the Lions and. And some of the other teams. Yep. And shoot, college football is getting started too. So yeah. we'll catch y'all on the B side. Peace.